Welcome to the Bonnie Barnes Show. In this podcast, patient wife, boy mama, and star on the rise will give you a glimpse into her glamorous and chaotic world. Saddle up and hold on tight. Here's your host, Bonnie Barnes. Hi, girl. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, uh, You're chipper today. (laughs) You're in it to win it today. She's like, it's a Tuesday. I'm in LA and I'm just going to roll with it. Right. I'm using my new mic today. She did get a microphone. Yeah. The um the group that we're working with, they said, you know, because Lauren is in such a old building, you know, it's um old and it has really bad insulation. And they said, well, you know, we really can't pick, we're not picking up her voice. Um because it's it's such a they really told her they were like you really shouldn't live there really should be condemned and I said I've been telling you that just by the look of it um we told you last week about the yoga retreat Lauren and I went on together and and we both have decided to really stick with a a growth mindset about is it would you say that Mm -hmm. we thought that was really hard and uh, but we're not gonna let it you know ruin our q4 and um you got to turn lemons into lemonade which is what I did um, Brinley, my teacher, she said, I'm in the studio. I won't talk to you. Remember I told you that mm-hmm. she said, I want to talk to you about what happened. And I was thinking she was going to say, you know, I'm so sorry. That was not up to par. It was my first one or something. Um, we just had a discussion and she said that, um, some of the ladies were intimidated by me and they were intimidated by my truth telling. Um, a lot of people are not comfortable hearing the truth and they don't want to take it and, and embrace it and, and run with it. And so she kind of expressed to me that that the ladies um, weren't, ha- you know, whatever. They, they, there was some um, dust up with all the ladies. Um, but I thought, and she said, but there is one gal who was extremely inspired by you. And who thought everything you had to say was right on point. And she was like, you know, by this, this, um, this woman loved your tough love. She loved the way you said it like it was. Um, and in that moment, Lauren, I've been doing this for you for a long time, mentoring you. And, and I get on here and I give advice, but I was thinking, I think I want to start a, a life coaching uh, firm. I think is what they call it. I just got this, you know, shot of adrenaline. I thought that's what I'm going to do. So I've been meeting with Deb. Her name's Deb. She's listening. Hey, Deb. Hey, girl. Um, I've been working with her to try to help her. She's going through divorce. So she was like, you know, can, do you think like, you know, because I told her, I said, well, why don't we do this on a on a, a real basis? You can kind of be my guinea pig and I'll work with you, you know, through this divorce. So um, we've been meeting up. We've been having lunches and dinners and just, you know, I've just been really trying to give her um, guidance on how to get to how to up level her life, how to get to the other side. You know, I, I talked to you about the Tony Robbins, like running across the coals. That's like wanted to run across the coals. So Lauren's been in the background doing a lot of the um, administrative kind of stuff for the for the life coaching. Mm-hmm. I gotta tell you, <sighs> today I kind of hit a wall. Today I kind of woke up and I was just I thought mm. it's been really hard to get you to do stuff. Well, I just, I just think, you know, I like helping people. I like talking to people. I like when they tell me their problems and I, I give them solutions. I like to be a solution-based person, but it's starting to get depressing. 
It's not that you have a lot of clients or anything. It's just mm-hmm. that you don't really want to do what it takes to set up the business side. So I don't know why I have to give me the a one client. Well, do you think Joel Osteen is setting up meetings and setting up blah, 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 and setting up a, a storefront? No, he has people to do that. And he's, you know, working with the congregation, something. It's more just that it's so depressing. Like after like the fourth time being around her, I thought, how do you do a whistle noise? Like, wow, this sucks, you know, because because here's the thing, Lauren. I thought after the first or second meeting, like she's going to blossom because it can't take that much time. It can't take more than a week, two weeks to shape up. And so now we're running on like, I think we met up like eight times and like nothing's changing. Um, so I think we're gonna have to can it. I think we're gonna have to just let it can it. Can it can the whole process. I don't want I I I just I think I'm gonna tell Deb. I think I'm gonna say, you know what? Um let's hold on. I have we booked a videographer and a sound studio sound people to record videos for you. Yeah, forget it. Forget it. Forget it. A strong CEO type person like I am, you have to you have to know when to hold them and when to fold them. We gotta fold them because this you is like, cancel all of that. Cancel it. Because here's one thing. I'm going, I'm going, wow, I can't be around this. I can't as a person, as a performer, be around this energy of stuck, stuck, not changing, not growing, not seeing their faults, not changing their hair, not changing their clothes. It's too much. Well, what about what about all the paperwork for your LLC? LLC, dream big, LLC, dream big. Um, well, I'd shred it because I think it's pretty sensitive. I think it's sensitive stuff and and people's information's in there. I I did some. Um, I mean, dream big LLC does not have to die but i think this idea of being a a quasi therapist does because i'm just thinking wow like i I, i'm an empath and i get i don't want dis-ease in my body because deb's like she came in yesterday and i'm I'm thinking you haven't colored your hair which i told her to do i told her to straighten her hair just like i tell you to straighten your hair i told her to get a pedicure because even though i'm not like people are not seeing it she knows that it looks like a flintstone feet and that's the thing. I'm going, you know, you're seeing it for bad, and that affects your, your self-esteem and your insides. So, I mean, I think I'm just what I'm gonna say is let's let's pick back up at, at the at the beginning of the year, Jan one. I think I'm gonna say let's pick back up. And in the meantime, I might have to change my number. Oh, might have to change my number because she I will say, and maybe it's my fault because I don't really have boundaries because she texts, 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 calls, calls, calls. Um really. Yeah, she calls me. She calls me a lot. She calls me a lot. What and, have you guys been doing? Well, what was the first meetup? Where do you? Because guys I don't have an office. Because we don't have offices for Dream Big LLC yet. We were working on it, but not anymore. Well, maybe you should build a bridge, get over it. Um, she. We've been kind of just going out in on the town because you know I can't have her at the house because the boys are there and John's there and John. You know, she came in the house one time and John was like, "There's something off about her." He was very judgmental. And so we've just been kind of going around. But like last night, it took too long. She wanted to do this riverboat thing. So that was kind of odd. But then I thought maybe I could do some metaphor of the water. Riverboat. Boat and staying afloat. Yeah, I was thinking maybe 
she was like, oh, I want to show you this riverboat, you know, this thing. Um, and I thought I could use that for my um, work. For a coaching. Doing the shadow work with her. On a riverboat. Yeah. And, um, but. That sounds know, like a date. No, it, it, she, it's a family thing. Did that you they, have dinner? They have. We had dinner. Um, it's like some fresh catch, fresh catch market, some great fish, great wine. And, and I originally thought, well, maybe it's not so kosher to be drinking during our sessions. But then I thought, well, you know, we're on session, you know, seven or eight and nothing's changed. So um, I guess I was frustrated last. What is it? What was she wearing? Well, that's the thing. I mean. <laughs> I've told she's going through a divorce. And so I'm like, the quicker you, you got to get under somebody, get over somebody. And that's just the bottom line. I'll tell you that when things blow up. Um, and uh, she, I've told her she's got to switch up the vibe. I think she's kind of does this like, um, how would I describe it? Like she had on like um, long tacky shorts and like a, like a button up, but like a t-shirt button up and a bow tie um, and Crocs. And I was like, Deb, you know, you look like you're going to Costco. You know, you look like you went into Costco, threw a couple things in your car because that's all they had that day. And and that that's what you put on. And, uh-huh. and if it's a money issue, uh, you know, I'd be willing to help her out because it's super not flattering. And then on top of that, she kind of, she showed up last night. I will say this. I told her to switch up the hair. So you got to do a switch up because she had a whole helmet thing going on. Not like <laughs> she came and she had buzzed like the side of her hair. And I didn't want to be mean, but I thought that's worse. <laughs> that looks worse. You said so, that. Well, I didn't say it. I, I think I'm going to send it in an email. I think I'm going to tell her in an email once I change my phone number. And once I kind of. Bonnie, are you leading her on? She's I think she likes you. She's a client. You guys went on a, a date on a riverboat. Sounds like a butch lesbian. Well, excuse me. Coming from That's mighty judgmental coming from you. And you know what? Exactly. She took me to see Hamilton. <laughs> okay. She took me to see Hamilton because everything that we do is cultural and it helps us you know, create some kind of metaphor for what's going on with her. Um, and also with Hamilton, I've been done. it. Hamilton <laughs> tickets are like $500 each, aren't they? They're expensive. Yeah. yeah. This, this yeah, run, this, really this run, this tour has been very expensive. Um, and I really wanted to see it. So what, no harm, no foul. What's the problem? You know, she said, maybe we can do our next session Friday night, go to, you know, Mastro's in Hamilton. I said, oh, all right. I mean, well, yeah. I'm not a traditional person. I'm not going to, you know, meet it and have her lay on a couch and me sit and take notes. You know, I'm not, I'm not actually a psychiatrist, Lauren. I know. Okay. But we've, we've met up and I'm just not seeing progression. And so, I mean, if you have some advice, I just, I don't know. I, I think I have to tell her you're, you're a failure right now. And I can't, you know, I can either do two, I can do one of two things. I can lie and I can say, she'll never know um, unless she listens to this. Oh, that'd be bad. If so, sorry, Deb. 
I'm sorry, honey. Um, I could do. I could tell her. Um, I'm gonna talk to you first of the year, and then we change all the numbers and locks. Or I can just be blunt and say, I think you're hopeless, and I think that unless you um, switch up your vibe and start, you know, lining up a roster like I tell you dates, um, I don't know what's going to get better for you. You know, she's a she's a CPA. It's a very boring profession. I don't think she's going to meet many men doing that. Uh, Do you have fun when you guys, like, hang out? She does a lot of the talking. She's really into um, – she's really into basketball. She loves the Celtics, um, which I don't know much about. You know, she's into um, kayaking. Uh, she's into big, chunky watches and, you know – her tastes are very, um, she's into like Law and Order SVU and, you know, she loves her cats, kind of like you, but, you know, she's lost. She dresses horribly and that's her biggest problem. She won't stop texting me though, so I don't know what I'm supposed to do. What do you even say? What do you say to someone who's become kind of like a stalker? I guess you have to just tell them flat out, hey, freak me out. I don't think she's, um. What you said, though. I think she's just different. Artsy. Mm. You know, we saw. Um, what's that new movie? What's that one new movie? That's so it's a kid's movie, but adults like it, too. And she brought her son. She's like, I really want you to meet my son. Um, that was weird. Oh, my gosh. Funny. That threw me off. Anyway. Um, you hauling it. I don't know what that means. He's going to ask you to move in next. Better be careful. You would know. Does John know? That's what you do. Yeah, well, I told you John saw her and was like, something's off. You know, maybe <laughs> you're maybe what you're saying, you know, he'll agree with and he'll say, Yeah, maybe that's true. But I don't think he'd be able to identify uh LGB in any way, shape, or form the way I do. Um, I really know I really know when someone's on the spectrum. I'm on the spectrum and other ways, mm-hmm. intellectually, you know, things like that. All right. So um, everyone's messaging me. They're like, we know nothing about John. We know nothing about your husband. You know, you act like you have this amazing marriage, this amazing testimony. So I thought I'd tell you a little bit about my husband. Um, Lauren, how would you describe his look? You've been around him. You love him. You guys, uh, we just love to buddy up against Bonnie and tag team and be mean and nasty to her and go in the basement and listen to music and play like a professional football coach or something. Uh, act like you don't know. He played professional football for a long time, for like 10 years. And um, now he kind of just hangs out on the side, um, different games, kind of flies around the country. He's kind of like a hype man. Um, he also does a lot of brand deals. Um but I mean, you know, people are like, what does he look like? What does he look like? He's not George Clooney. <laughs> I would tell you that. Um, but he's a nice man. He's a nice looking man. He loves a pinky ring. He loves, a, you know, um, how would you describe those hats he wears that are like kind of like Newsies hats, Newsy caps? Like a you know what I'm talking hat. about? Where he wears those kind of like hip hop hats. He kind of likes the hip hop scene, the hip hop vibe. Um He's pretty loud. I mean, sometimes he's loud at night when he snores. He's like, <clears throat> and I will just, I've just resorted to like a punch right in the chest, like right in the sternum. I just, because talking doesn't do anything. If I say, 
hello, you're snoring, you're blowing my brains out. I'm going to blow my brains out. I'm going to go get the gun. He, he'll he be like, oh, sorry, roll over and start snoring again in four minutes. Um, But I do love him. But like when he's talking on the phone, he's like, hey, what are you doing out there? You know, from the basement, it's like, uh, so nobody else can be in the house if you're on the phone. And he talks on speakerphone, the whole deal. Um, but he's a lot of fun. He's my teddy bear. Uh, but he does bother me and he does, you know, we have had to go to therapy many times together as a couple because we have a lot of rage mm-hmm. uh, pent up. Speaking of rage pent up, John, um, while we were at the yoga retreat, did I tell you this? That John, Trish, and Jerry, her husband, went to the lake house, uh, left the boys totally on their own at the house, just thought, oh, I'm going to go to the lake and fish and have some beer and chill out. And Trisha's going to come and, you know, we'd like to cut up with Trisha because she's such an idiot, blah, blah, blah. I thought, well, yeah, I do too. So do I. So I just go the weekend. I'm not there. I love you, making- you didn't want Trisha to come to the yoga retreat, though. I sure didn't. And imagine if she did. You can't, be, you can't be mad for him for making other plans. If Trish came, what would happen is everybody in the group, it probably would have become kind of a lord of the flies thing like she would have been piggy and they would have had to take her and sacrifice her in the fire after like an hour they would have been like get rid of this one you know she's gonna get us all killed so i'm glad she didn't come uh, to the yoga retreat but they all went to the to the lake house and so what do you think jacob did as a young red-blooded american male he had a little bit of a party um and you know was i upset that he kind of snuck it Yes, but, you know, he swore to me that there was no alcohol there, um, no CBD, no pot, no no ketamine, no poppers, no nothing like that, um, no kissing, you know, no canoodling. So it's fine that, you know, whatever. But I found out because um, Tyler was there. My friend, family friend, friend of the family, Tyler, um, was so concerned because he, you know, he has access to all their iCloud and iMessage and stuff. You know, it's the coach. He's got to know what's going on with the team. And he went and checked on them and said, my husband. I thought, well, maybe I should just marry Tyler because he knows more about our family than you do. <laughs> That's how I found out about it. They had a big bonfire in the back, um, which they love to do. So, Did Jacob get in trouble for throwing a party? He did get in trouble for throwing a party and he didn't get in trouble with us, but he did get in trouble with the neighbor because the bonfire spread, <laughs> which happens to everybody. It happens to the best of us, but it took out the neighbor's deck. So, oh my they were like, and it was the guy, it was that meanie guy that came to the house because Jacob supposedly broke his front door, the glass door. Oh, ring camera guy. Yeah. Ring camera guy. Um, this one. Guy. This one. Right. He doesn't have a ring camera. Do you have one in the back? No. Unfortunately, um, this time he <laughs> did take, he flipped, he pulled his phone out and he was able to film the boys um, trying to extinguish the fire, but it did end up taking the deck. Um, but, you know, Trisha's husband, Jerry's our lawyer and he's a great lawyer and I don't, I don't think we're going to have to pay for it or anything. And I don't think Jacob's going to go to, you know. He's obviously not going to have to go to court or appear or anything. It's just a big misunderstanding. I thought, were you ever a kid? Did you ever have fun? Did you ever take a boat out? You know, did you ever set a bonfire that, you know, you you threw a bottle of vodka in that spread all over the neighborhood? Yes, everybody's been there. So uh, John didn't know what happened. 
he gets dad of the year. And um, really for me, the biggest thing is that Trish didn't invite me to the lake and she was scheming and, you know, doing everything behind everybody's back. And, you know, with John and Jerry just acting like three's company, you know, acting like she's, you know, Pam Anderson at the lake with all the guys. And, and because she got John to go, you know, Jacob thought he could have a party. And, you know, that's not Jacob's fault. He's only 16 years old. He doesn't know any better. Um, but but Trisha does. So I'm not really speaking to her right now. I'm not happy with her behavior at all. I can tell you that. Well, I feel like, how about you pay for the deck? It's your fault. Do you get that? It's not her fault. What is your obsession with her? Why are you so obsessed with Trisha? I just think you're pretty hard on her. Uh, well, I think you're not hard enough on people in your life. So that's the difference between you and me. Have you watched The Crown? No. I told you to. I, I, I specifically asked you to watch The Crown so we could discuss it. And boring. What are you watching these mm. days? Big Mouth. You Isn't watch that, that a movie from like 2003? No, it's like a cartoon. Big Fish. That's Big Fish. Oh, Big Fish is such a good movie. I love it. Um. You're watching like Dexter's Laboratory or Rugrats cartoons. Big, big mouth. All right. Okay. That's what we call. See, maybe I should be a psychiatrist because what I would say to that is that's a, it's stunted. She's stunted. That's, you know, but people come to me and they're like, well, you know, Bonnie, you're, you're, Lauren's more trouble than she's worth. You know, you're, you're having to teach her everything, do everything. And I say, and I'll use this as an example from now on. Lauren has, you know, she's stuck at like 13. Bless her heart. That's why she watches cartoons and, you know. And I think if she could get to the bottom of that, we get to the bottom of the girlfriend and the cats and the living in scary apartment and the, you know, car being filthy and stuff. Anyway, girl, um, do you have anything else you want to say to the folks at home? No. Do you? Um. I guess I would just say, oh, Deb, I guess if Deb's listening, which I think she is, because she's tried to give me a lot of input on this, I would say um, it's not uh, me, it's you. And I suggest some sort of um, pharmaceutical intervention for you. Uh, But I can no longer be of service. I can no longer be a shoulder to cry on here. So I think honestly, just doing it like that is good enough. Like, I don't think I need to send a text or change the number. I think we just leave it at that and we we move on from there. Sounds good. So I wish you the best. Do you have anything you'd like to say to Deb? No. All right. That's because, you know, honestly, Sorry, maybe, you, maybe you should talk to Deb. Maybe you should give her some advice. Sure. Because you seem way more simpatico with her than I do. I don't she, know them, but I she wore those them. shoes that you wear, the webbed, web taped, what, tecas? Tevas. Tevas. Clothes of Tevas. Everyone, I do not wear those shoes. Do La- not. No. Liar. I would she never does. wear those. She wears Tevas. She wear wears those? Converse. Deb wear those. wears those. All right. Well, I guess we just outed Deb. You did. So that seems pretty unethical. And seems like something that you would scream at me about when I when we're out at restaurants and I say, "Oh, he's gay," you know, someone at dinner 
you act like, Bonnie, shut up. You can't say that. That's wrong. That's unethical. Well, you just did it in front of all of America. You know, millions of listeners. So, great. Well. Maybe you should take it back. Okay. Do you want to take it back? Mm, No. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening today. Everyone give Deb your best. Um, You know, hopefully. And, And, hey. Write into us. Um, our email is the Bonnie Barnes Show at gmail.com. Is it two S's? People always ask me that. Mm-hmm. Barnes, Bonnie Barnes Show. show. SS, like the SS Lauren or whatever. Um, and if you have any men that you'd like to uh, to um, introduce Deb to, maybe that's something I could do for it. Maybe instead of being a life coach, I can be like a matchmaker. So, Deb, don't give up hope. Don't despair. I'm not going to. You know, leave you forever, but I have to help you in a different capacity. So anybody with a nice single dad, you know, in their 50s, send them my way and um, we'll set you up, girl. Don't you worry. All right, everyone. Hope you have a great week ahead. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bonnie hopes you've enjoyed your precious time with her today. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email the Bonnie Barnes show at gmail.com. Address all inquiries to Bonnie's assistant, Lauren. This Bonnie doesn't have time to be chatting with y'all off air. Come back soon now, you hear?